0: Sheena and this on guitar Steve and we are about to play Mercy at one of our originals. shit. get just as far
1: aboard you don't need a paddle and you don't need a ticket you found fishing without bait a lifetime without definitive expectations where we aim we don't focus, okay? So what we try to help people do is transverse through their life with intentions rather than expectations. We've developed a concept called full impact mindfulness where we ask people to explode into their lives. We're looking for people who are looking to create themselves rather than to find themselves. And the only admission price is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. And welcome aboard. You're inside the sanctum of quirkiness and fun. So as we've done the last few episodes, what we're looking to do is catch up with some of our uh, most favorite guests as we've had on in the past and catch up with them and see what type of lifestyle, what type of stories they have to share with us. And as for those of you who have listened to this show in the past, what we particularly admire is people who show resiliency in dealing with life's challenges and to share with Others how that they how they've overcome their life challenges. I'm Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist, and today I'm joined by my good friend co-host, as always, Mr. Mike, who's uh, mute today. He's not going where he's not allowed to speak. However, today we're joined by two uh, of our guests, one of our favorites, Miss McCross, who is
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy to be here.
1: Uh, every everybody has to be somewhere, so you're we're always right here, and it's always right now, and. She is joined by?
2: She is joined by Steve today. Um, not Steve today is my name. Uh, Steve Banks is my name. Steve <laughs> Banks is here today. I've been uh, working on my podcast voice here for about <laughs> a week or so,
1: so I'm hoping it's uh, cool, receivable. Cool. So uh, what's good about you, Steve? Oh my gosh. Where what's to start? Good about to end? you, you know. Um, if I was going to hire a Steve, okay, um, and I was, and I put some, put a, job request out there i'm looking to hire a steve what would make you a good steve for to be Um, in my life
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh well for starters i mean just to get warmed up um i'm a huge defender of possums and raccoons wonderful Um, I have hypothetically adopted several of them that okay. live behind my apartment complex. Wonderful. They have names.
1: They are Wonderful. all my friends. Well, that's one of the solid qualifications <laughs> yeah, to be a
2: Steve. Sure. Um, I am very good at uh, getting hyped up on caffeine. It only takes a couple of drops of uh, okay, nice cherry Pepsi to okay. get me Wonderful. tripping over my Wonderful. words. Um, I don't know. I uh, so used t- to be good at archery. That was uh, was a mm. big part of my childhood. It okay.
1: Was, good stuff well so the idea is what brought you here this evening what uh, everyone's past propels them to their present it's their everyone's a product of that past okay what has you sitting with us here this evening with this uh, lovely young lady sitting beside you
2: well um i guess we met a couple years ago in a place called brookline uh at the brookline Pub. i think it's still called that it's called
0: oh no they changed the name
2: yeah it's a uh, I almost want to say it's Fritz? Fritos now or Frits. It's in Brookline and it has a, an F in the name. Uh, and we met there. Um, we were at the same open mic, and uh, we we struck up a good friendship one night when we uh, took over one of the rooms in the bar. And uh, like us and there we were probably fifteen musicians. Yeah. In the same room, we just showed up with an amplifier and several guitars and just set up shop in part of the bar and nobody questioned it like no management came over or anybody with authority to stop us and we uh we started a band and we just hang out a lot playing some music and uh
1: she offered to have me come down here to play some music and talk with you guys okay so what we uh what we try to do is help people understand that there's synergy which is one plus one equals three okay so, and okay. then we talk about serendipity, where we run into situations that it that, that sounds like your meeting was kind of serendipitous. You had your eyes open and were willing to accept what was right in front of you. Well, it was ears open at first, because
2: I think the first thing I heard you do was a cover of a fastball song.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, right.
2: and then I mm-hmm. responded by uh, doing some more fastball the following week. It was...
1: So that caught your attention still. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Okay, what caught your attention? What was the song? It was The Way, right?
0: Yeah, it's always The Way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it can also be Fire Escape.
0: No, no one does that one. It, Maybe out of my head, I'd do but that not. One. Okay.
1: Yeah. So you too, you two Column. clicked. Column you two clicked, okay? I think so. I think we clicked a little bit. So yeah. we often talk about people, your vibe creates your tribe, okay? Oh, yeah. So what type of vibe were you feeling from uh, Sheena? Uh, I guess like, and I know this is going
2: to sound generic at first, but I will elaborate a very uh, chill vibe. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know a better way to put that, but there are some people that have a very aggressive energy. uh, And this is again, something I will need to elaborate on to make it sound the way I want it to, because I'm a very chill person. I'm a very, uh, let's say. I think the word you used earlier was open. Okay. And it was a very open energy and a very chill energy, like one that wasn't, because um, when I say aggressive people, I mean, I've met people that are very like overly critical or like overly um, <sighs> spiky energy, I mm-hmm. guess is a way to put it, like prickly mm-hmm. people. And okay. there's not prickliness, and I like not
1: prickliness. So what we're looking, what we try to help people understand that it, that it's better to look at what a person is rather than what they're not. And as we discussed earlier, Steve, what we were talking about, it appears that people go out of their way to find something to offend them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there are 7 billion people in this world. Not everyone is going to like you. And there are going to people who are going to clap and, and, and applaud at, at your misfortune
2: yeah i've met them i yeah, bet I, you have
1: yeah well yeah. the germans call that Schottenfreuden. but uh so however uh and what we'd like to talk about is dealing with adversity so how did you get right here and right now tell us a little bit about your background steve um
2: well if we want to talk about adversity uh if we want to talk about like, kind of my background a little bit uh without going you know too deep into a lot of things uh the fact that I'm sitting here right now is pretty impressive to me personally. Uh, a year ago, and actually probably two years ago as well. Um, and you've heard, you've watched a lot of this happen. So I'll try to keep it short, so you're not like you rehashing too many memories. She can be as bored as she wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you. Uh, no, it was. Uh, so a couple years ago, I got hurt pretty bad. Um, I tore a muscle in my back, and it was particularly uh, difficult time getting rehabilitated. Uh, so, as I said, two years ago, I probably couldn't have walked down an icy sidewalk. A year ago, I couldn't have walked down an icy sidewalk, uh, walked into this room, and uh, been okay. Uh, it hurt to drive my car. It hurt to do pretty much every single thing imaginable. Um, uh, like, there was a period, there was probably, like, a nine-month period where I really tried not to do anything at all, uh, just so I wouldn't have, like, if I left my bed, like, everything outside of this rectangle is pain. And uh, it really kind of, I shouldn't say kind of, it absolutely negatively affected my life for a long mm-hmm. time, like psychologically and then also physically. I'm still dealing with some of the physical uh, fall out of that. Um, like as I get better, like other things break. <laughs> it's like you don't do anything for nine months to a year and then you start trying to do things again. Like some stuff isn't used to it. Um, so this whole, probably since maybe May or June, I've been trying to, become more of a normal person. I just went on a trip this weekend. Uh, a year ago, I couldn't have driven for five hours okay. to uh, go to the town of Cincinnati. Uh, so, now that's uh, kind of my... Probably the worst thing that's happened to me
1: is probably... Mm. Okay, so how did you spend this time, Steve? Uh, I wish I could
2: say that, like, I was working on like uh you know reading or mm-hmm. projects or things I, mm-hmm. I i think at first i kind of treated it as like okay this is temporary and i just need to like stay busy but you do kind of run out of that motivation after like months and months you bet after after beating every video game in my collection like i kind of started running out of things to do i couldn't practice guitar like i couldn't uh like do a whole lot of that for a long time um, I could like, I, it's not like I could do absolutely nothing. It was just like, I couldn't do most things without pain. Like we would have band practice and I would have to like go take a break to like lie down, um, or sit down or something. It was just, everything was kind of causing those issues. So uh, how I spent that time, a lot of it was just, just resting yeah. and waiting until I could move right again. Uh, and that started about a year ago. Uh, I started going to physical therapy and getting, doing some like long overdue, maintenance Mm -hmm. uh for my health and uh, it seems to be paying off so far so good okay hate to say it out loud but uh things
1: are going okay now okay well we're i don't think there's any boogeyman in here that's going to throw the voodoo dolls at you Uh, i'm looking at that guy right now (laughs) he hasn't said a word so what we so what we talk about steve we talk about people with holistic wellness okay so we we ask people to treat themselves like a like a gardener with a flower so how does it what what does it take to make a flower bloom what are three things it takes Make a beautiful make a flower. Like like a, like a
2: real flower or like yeah, a, a metaphor, yes. Metaphor, medical. Yeah. Uh sunlight,
1: soil, and uh healthy mix of carbon dioxide and nitrogen. Right. water, right? Okay. So when we when we talk about the holistic wellness, we talk about the water taking care of your physical body. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we talk about the sunlight and so I'm in long term recovery. It's everyone out there knows I'm in long term recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. I'm from the 12-step world. So mm-hmm. what we talk about, when we talk about the sun, we talk about the sunlight of the spirit, some connection with something, okay? Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to have a name, some type of connection with the all. And then when we when we talk about the soil, what we talk about is the people, places, things, circumstances that we surround ourselves with, with help us grow, okay? Mm-hmm. We talked earlier about these people that Take delight in the misfortune of others. They're, those are negative people. Those are toxic. If you, when you have those people around you, it's like growing up in a sandbox. Yeah. Okay. Plants don't grow well in sandboxes. They they, they shrivel and mm. they die. Okay. They wither. Okay. So and it also sounds like what you're talking about is that you know a lot of people will say, oh geez, I use this time to really find myself. I use <laughs> this all this introspection. All these things. You know what? It's it, sometimes it just sucks. Yeah it it absolutely does <laughs> and acceptance is always a prelude to change and you sit there yeah it it really sucked it was awful oh yeah
2: it was like i've only just now been able to like talk about it a little more i know i've with like people that have been close to me they they are not surprised by these things i say but um it's i've tried to like keep it to a minimum what people uh People like I, for a year or so, it was like anybody who saw me was like, okay, yeah, what's wrong with you, Steve? I'm like, well, the same thing that's been wrong with me for a year. Like, I I really hate answering this question. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, now it's just good to be moving along and uh, doing things again.
1: It's okay to be sad. It's okay. It's okay to be depressed. If that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. And when we try to help them, people will come around, oh, I know how you feel. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody, how dare anybody tell you they know how you feel?
2: Yeah, I did have a few people. I would be at work uh, my old job, and people would uh, occasionally come up to me and say like, oh, yeah, now you feel like I kind of uh, slept weird. I felt some pain this morning when I woke up. I'm fine now, though. I'm like, that's not how I feel.
1: I feel like terrible all the time. Well, they may have had roughly the same type of experience, but how can anybody know exactly how you feel? That's impossible, okay? So maybe people, if they're genuinely interested in you, they can ask you to help them understand how you feel, okay? And I hope you have those type of people in your life. More so now than before. Mm-hmm. Well, we we separate the wheat from the chaff, okay? And these people that don't... Give you these core emotional concerns like feeling understood, uh, being treated as an equal, uh, being listened to. Okay, give them the benefit of the doubt. If these people are, if the, if your tribe isn't giving you this, then what the heck are they doing in your in your mm. tribe? Yeah. Okay, and sometimes we just have to start a new one. So it sounds like uh, sounds like Sheena was a ringside had a ringside seat for all of this. Yeah, I think she uh, did get to see.
2: Some good moments. Yeah, you would come up to me uh, when we'll be like playing somewhere, and I would just be like kind of off on my own. Like um, I just need a minute. Like I would drive for twenty minutes. I'm like I need a break. I need to like stretch out or like otherwise calm myself down.
1: So physical pain and emotional pain are processed in the same parts of the brain. Okay, so that's why when we have strong emotional pain, it feels like we've been beat up. All right. Ever heard anybody say like they feel like they've been punched yeah. in the gut? Yeah. So you had the physical pain, which was tantamount also to the emotional pain. Also. Yeah. It was. Um, it was. It was very rough
2: for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I. I think that I should say out loud that uh, even though it has been a uh, couple years now, uh, long-term recovery is still looking really, really good. It's just going to be like continuing work to get there. Uh, and there are some people that are not, like,
1: so fortunate with similar or congruent things. Well, recovery is a process. It's not an event. Everyone has good intentions about, it. well, how can I make you better? How can I help? How can I do this? And and the thing is, give you encouragement and support, and sometimes it's just to give you your space. Hmm. So we always look at people's intentions. What do they have? So it sounds like uh, Machina didn't run off and go find a new band partner.
0: No, that's true. That was very nice
1: of you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so, so here's here's a real deal about trying to find out. And what you look at is if everything were taken away from you, your health, money, whatever, who'd be standing with you at the end? Who'd never leave you? So these are these are the relationships that we want to add to and re- reinforce. We try to help people what's important. Most of the stuff in this world is complete and utter nonsense. Okay. I often ask people, I'll say, who do you trust so much in your life that if they said fall, I'll catch you, you'd fall without hesitation? And if you have a couple people like that in your life, you're an extremely fortunate human being. Those are the people that we want to, those are the people we want to add to and reinforce. Those are the people we want in our life. Mm-hmm. And if you have a few of those, consider yourself extremely fortunate.
2: That's true. And I, I had not thought of that
1: before. mm mm-hmm. You bet. You know, so what happens is we, we sometimes what we do, and I'll turn to uh, Miss McCross right now, and I'll give this uh, disclaimer I don't blow smoke up anybody, okay? I don't give sympathy to anybody because it just participates in people's misery. Uh, however, what I do admire is people who are resilient, okay? So sometimes with uh, young ladies, what we do is unfortunately young ladies begin to lose their self concept and self-esteem around the age of nine which i'm I'm a great admirer of sheena i think i met her uh when she was doing some uh, spoken word type of performances at her poem and then i then i er, actually heard her singing and i I was taken by it because she has a powerful presence and a voice Uh, very peacocky (laughs) Yes. however what i ask people to do is not to put out a profile of what they have to offer but what are the requirements it takes to be with me those are values and choices. So, I do admire Miss Sheena. Uh, she's dealt with a lot of a uh, lot of resiliency. It's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get back up. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in